Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hello. My name is Mark, and I am, of course, joined by Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. And also joined by Jackie. Hey. Hey, Jackie. Uh, and the three of us do this podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime by David Productions from 2012. But we finished watching all of the anime a little while ago. And you can find all of our old episodes about that anime and the other JoJo adaptations at anchor.fm slash jjbpod. But just because we're all caught up doesn't mean we're going to stop making a podcast. Oh, no, no. We have been covering other animes suggested to us from our listeners, and in some cases sponsored by our listeners. We have so many suggestions and so many ideas for animes to watch, and we figured, what if we had people pay us to watch anime? And so that's something... What if? That's something we do now. Yeah, it turns out it, it wasn't something that we put out there as an option and then were laughed at pathetically while nobody engaged in it. Uh, so this week, we are going to be talking about the anime A Place Further Than the Universe, uh, which is on Crunchyroll. And um, we watched the first three episodes. Thanks to a Patreon supporter. But before we do that, before we talk about the show. Listeners like you. Thanks to listeners like you. Not yet. Okay. First, we need to take a journey to Engagement Antarctica. Okay. Yeah. What what starts with A that would be uh Antics. Antarctic Antics? Yes. That's like a yeah, Donkey Kong cool. country level. <laughs> Perfect. Uh this is the look, this is the the continent where we read emails sent to our inbox at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. This email is titled Greetings from the Other Side of the World. Huh, coincidental subject. Guten Tag means hello in German. To the JJB pod team and greetings from Hamburg, Germany. First of all, I love your work. Please keep on going. My questions are, what are your favorite JoJo's, Joe Bros, and Joe Foes? Mine are Jotaro, Narancha, crying emoji, and by far, Dio. Second, have you played any of the JoJo fighting games? I didn't, because they are hard to get in Germany. But I can warmly recommend Jump Force to you, which is a fighting game featuring a lot of shonen jump characters, including Jotaro, Dio, and Giorno as DLC. Maybe it would even make a good podcast episode, too. Sadly, JoJo isn't that popular here, but I got, recommended it, and loved it. I hope to get at least some of my friends into it and spread this piece of art. Please stay awesome and help me through my day at the office. P.S. Shoutouts to the German JoJo fans. This mail was written with German science, the best in the world. Your fan, Sunset. Yay. Thanks, Sunset. Thank you. Dankeschön. Yes, Dankeschön. Whatever that means. Uh, Miles speaks some German. Ein bisschen. <laughs> uh, we've covered this a bunch about the JoJo's, Joe Bros. This is the first time I've heard Joe Foes, though, and I do like that. Yeah. That's a good uh, a good term. Um, do we just not say anything? Are we like we've already done this? No, I mean I'll just recap. Favorite JoJo, I think, is Joseph, young Joseph specifically. Uh, Joe Bro, I don't remember who my favorite Joe Bro is. Who's my favorite Joe Bro, Mark? Do you know? Is it Caesar Zeppeli? No, is it, no. I don't know. Is it uh, Baron Von Zeppeli? Is it 
uh, fucking Polnareff, Kakyoin, <laughs> Abdul, Okuyasu, Koichi. You love Koichi. No, I hate Koichi. Narancha, uh, Guido Mista, uh, Fugo, uh, fucking the other one. Uh, I'll say Narancha. Okay. He's probably. Wait, what about Bucciolati? Do you like Bucciolati? He's probably the broest of that yes. group. Okay. Yes. And then Dio <laughs> is the best villain. Of course, it's ever. Dio. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's probably Josuke and then maybe Polnareff. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. It's very tough. And then uh, I think Dio. Well, um, yeah, Dio. Miles? Josuke. Mista. Kira. Oh, Kira over Dio. Impressive. Um, and yeah, we, I, I have never shut up about the first JoJo fighting game that came out in the late 90s, the arcade fighting game uh, by Capcom. We played it on a Twitch stream way back when. Um, Jump Force, I remember being excited for, but then it came out and I think everyone was like, this sucks. Mm. And I debated trying it because it does have JoJo characters in it. Uh, and after getting this email, I looked it up, and I, I don't think it was on enough of a discount. What but, do you mean a discount? Like, if it goes on sale cheaply enough, I'll pick it up. Okay. I'll try it and out. And then we can stream it. For 20 minutes. Why? What? I don't know. They've only got a few characters in there. And, like, everybody else will be like, what is this? Who's this Luffy? Who's, who's, Luffy? who's, who's Sasuke? We, who's we'll, Sasuke? We'll figure right? it out. We don't know. We'll figure it out. Who's this... Lupin. I don't know. Is Lupin sh- shown a no, jump? I don't know. I have know. no idea who's in the jump. Game. Yeah. Probably everybody. Mm-hmm. It might be fun. We should stream it. Momotaro the Peach Boy. Okay. Um, and no problem. I'm yeah. glad to hear that you are spreading JoJo throughout Deutschland where people do not know what uh, Yo-Yo is. Yo-Yo? <laughs> I have to imagine oh. that's, that's how the Germans would pronounce it. Mm. Um. Yes. Jackie, Office is butyl. It's what? Bureau? I'm just going to translate this whole email in my head poorly. Okay. Okay, you, you go ahead and do that. Jackie, do you want to read the email from Shep? Okay. Uh, the subject line is egg. Egg. Hello there, JJB Pod. I hope your week went well. I didn't realize it until now, but I guess it was fitting for you to cover Wonder Egg Priority considering that spring is in the air. I'm all cut up so far. And I'm really loving it, so it was nice to see you guys enjoying it, too. Just a quick clarification, because you guys were confused. The four main girls can get hurt in the dreams, but they also regenerate. They don't instantly heal, though, and they have to make sure that they're healed before exiting the dream, or else their injuries will still exist in the real world. At least, I'm pretty sure. The April JoJo event is quickly approaching, and though I'm very excited, I just recently discovered that you have to pay about $40 or so to stream it, and over here on the East Coast, it'll be at around 3.30 in the morning, if I'm correct. I'm more than willing to stay up to watch it, especially since it's on a Sunday, but the main problem lies within paying it. Are you guys planning on watching? Personally, if there's a big reveal, I want to watch it as it happens instead of finding out through Twitter or something later. Also, I think that Miles should force the baby to stay awake to watch it. That might seem like negligence, but I think your baby will appreciate it in the long run. That's all I have this week. Hope y'all are having some nice weather in Jersey. Shep. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up in a strange trauma dreamland. P.P.S. 
I hope that Stone Ocean gets revealed. Please, David Production, please. <laughs> please. Nice. You know, the weather is... It's okay. It's okay. It was good for like it's, a day. <laughs> and now it's it like... nice today. Yeah. It's like a high of 60 degrees Fahrenheit, which yeah. is... Bleh. It's okay. You're not happy about the high of 60? High of 60 is like perfect weather. We were in the... What? No. A high of 60 is perfect weather? I like yeah. like 70s. No. You're very oh, bad. You guys are hot boys. Hot boys. I'm I'm for sure a hot boy. <laughs> we are, uh, yeah. Hot boys. I couldn't figure Baby, out the song. You got what I want. Nice. Um, I I am planning to watch it. I'm not going to stay up until three thirty in the morning to watch it because I've been do- I have been staying up that late, but it's been bad for me. I would need to call out from work the next day. Oh, the other thing is we don't speak Japanese, so. If they're not, you know, live translating it, and I don't think they would, um, then we're going to be like, oh, yeah, exciting. What is that a video game or what are they doing? I mean, it might be obvious if they maybe, really maybe are like, translate. look, it's a fucking anime. Somebody will translate. I guess. I mean, really what we would have to do is like watch it and then like refresh like Twitter mm-hmm. or Reddit thread or something where people would be, people would be like live translating it, hopefully, maybe. But uh, paying 40 bucks to be, like, up all night, hoping that someone will be translating it is like, eh, I don't know. Maybe I'll pay 40 bucks to, like, record it and then watch it the next day. It could be 40 bucks between the three of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not all paying $40. (laughs) We don't even speak Japanese, you know? We'd have less of an excuse if it was, like, at 8 p.m. in English than Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe, just maybe. Uh, and thanks for that detail on Wonder Egg Priority. That makes it make some more sense. But it's weird that they might... I don't know. If it were a video game, you would like stall ending the dream so you could regen, you know? Yeah. They should like not give the, the girl they saved any closure. Just like run around in circles while they regenerate. And then are like, yeah, no problem. Turn into gray dust. Bye. Anyway. Uh, Miles, can you read the final email? The final email we'll ever get is from Chad, who says, Aloha, JJB pod crew. I decided to do some additional research into the voices for Wonder Egg Priority, since I noticed the My Anime List entry for it, for whatever reason, is missing a bunch of info. I even found another JoJo connection. First, this is for Jackie and any other Sailor Moon fans. The voice of Sachiko the octopus-like idol stalker fan Wonderkiller, is also the voice of Sailor Neptune from the original Sailor Moon anime. Mm. The other JoJo-connected voice belongs to the girl named Mizuki, who Momo protects from the Bee Woman. She has the same voice as Akemi from Part 4, who is one of the groupies of Highway Star stand user Yuya Fungami. I didn't get a chance to watch this week's show before writing, but it looks interesting. Hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Good job, Chad. I was shocked to hear that there were like no JoJo voice connections. I was shocked to hear Chad didn't watch the episode because he watches like every episode with us. Yeah, I... Uh, every show with us. I looked up the voices this week, which, I mean, that is my responsibility, mm-hmm. technically. But I was sitting there like, huh, there's no email from Chad. And then right as I go to look it up, his email came in. Yeah. But then I just saw that he was like, I didn't get a chance to watch. And I was like, okay. I already <laughs> okay. have I already have 
what is it? Jo- Anime News Network open. So. Yeah. And it takes roughly 20 seconds. Yeah. All I have to do is just be like, oh, so this actor is so-and-so in JoJo. Wait, who the fuck were they in this week's anime? I <laughs> forgot already. Not that hard. Anyway. We'll talk about the... About... about what is, uh, we'll talk about the voice actors later when we talk about the show. Yes. Um, and uh, again, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. The last thing I want to talk about in the housekeeping section of this podcast is our Patreon. Yay, that's right. It's a podcast with a Patreon. What? Uh, if you what want to support... Concept. What a concept. I know, we're breaking new ground. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. That gets you access to the Patreon feed where I upload extra show notes. Miles uh, puts up a newsletter uh, about the pop culture that we talk about on the show that may or may not have to do with that week's anime in question. Uh, and extra content goes up there sometimes. But the most important thing is that it helps us. Uh, and if you pledge $3 or more, you will get an out loud thank you from the three of us. Like so. So we want to say thank you to Jumbo. Katie. Hunter. Bloof. Mickey. Nocturnal. Kenny. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Nick. Josh. Josh. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Wait, did I fuck up? Okay. No, I did. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Martin. Michael. Chad. Yes, thank all of you. Thank all of you, or thanks to all of you for supporting the show. And some of those people actually pledge at the $15 boss us around level, which means that uh, once a month, and you only have to do it once, uh, they can get us to watch a show of their choosing. And that's what we've been doing all year. Wowie wow. Um, so yeah, people have been recommending shows that we otherwise would totally have missed, and maybe a lot of you would also have missed. And uh, this week's show is a real gem. I think, spoiler alert, spoiler on my opinion. Um, and again, if you want to support us on any level, you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. You can also leave us a review on iTunes, by the way. You can still do that because we still have not hit 100 reviews. Mm. Uh, and and it's, it's very sad seeing... What are we at? Double digits uh, for the... Oh, shit. I hope I don't look it up and it actually is at that number and I feel bad. Uh, Yeah, so again, if you want to just look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating, and for the review, you could just write anything, because I think that like leaving a review is what makes that number go up. We might have a lot of stars, but you can write anything. You could just be like, yeah, good podcast, good, great, whatever, Uh, and that's helpful, because right now, if people look up JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Podcast, you know, like the way you would if you were trying to find a pod about that we don't show up uh, very fast, unfortunately. Some other shows that aren't dedicated to JoJo's do. Yeah, like we are. Yeah. Well, look, we've at least we covered we've covered all of it, okay? We've covered yeah. more than anybody, unless there's shows that have also covered the manga, in which case, fuck you. All right? <laughs> I have no concrete thing to say, but I don't think those are the ones that rank above us in the search. So go please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, it will make for a very happy uh, bar mitzvah for me. 
Okay, so I am searching on incognito mode for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast, and we come up first. Yeah, but, but if it, you look in iTunes, secret cookies. Oh, in iTunes. Unless it's just the iTunes Windows app, I don't know. But iTunes for Windows, when I look it up, it's like, how about other shit that doesn't have most of those words in the title? Don't use iTunes. Well, is what I recommend. Whatever. A place further than the universe, uh, which is not a place beyond the universe, which I have called it many times over the last week or so. Uh, in Japanese, it is Sora yori mo toi basho. Uh, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. I kept thinking it was a place further than the sun. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah, so this is an anime that was produced by Madhouse, whom we know from shows like, I believe, Death Note, but definitely uh, Hunter Hunter uh, and many of the other shows that we've talked about on this show. Uh, it is directed by Atsuko Ishizuka, who has done a number of other anime that we have Again, also seen and discussed. Um, but uh, actually, well, actually, no, things we have not covered on this show. Um, but she's done the Persona game, like animations, uh, No Game, No Life. And the thing that really leapt out to me is that she directed most of the episodes of Supernatural, the anime series. Apparently, mm. the CW slash WB TV show Supernatural had an anime series. No, so. Nobody knows what the WB is anymore. <sighs> well, it technically w- started on the WB. Did it? Yeah. Okay. And then it switched to CW, other letters. Uh-huh. I still watch UPN. Nothing's on there. <laughs> that doesn't exist oh. anymore either. No one knows what UPN is. What was on UPN? I think like Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. Oh, yes. They had a lot of black programming. Like yeah. Moesha. And then didn't that merge yeah. with WB to become Oh, is that what is that CW? what happened? That makes sense. Letters. But CW do doesn't work? have any of any programming directed. Like it's all like teen white teen shows. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Well, apparently this is a thing. I think I saw a YouTube video about this once that um n- like new networks would start by appealing to like the black american demographic and then once they got popular enough they would switch to be like every other network (laughs) but like they do that to be like oh you know if you want like this is the only place you can get this programming and um you know that's like the you know uh that kind of programming is like a big market that like and so they were trying to become like the destination for that and then once once they have money and viewers and like a following then they kind of switch to to more um uh other programming <laughs> uh appealing to white americans or just like general everybody else but apparently that's a thing mm. yeah and it because like i think upn's not the only one that did that i think um i don't know who else did that but like other networks did it too i saw i, I don't know i saw some video about it <laughs> spike tv like that maybe i don't just throwing that out there. I don't think so. Spike started out being like it was like they were advertising themselves as like the man's channel. Were they? Yeah, it was like advertising itself as like a channel for men. But that's probably maybe they were using a similar tactic where they were trying to oh, be yeah. like promoted, a niche. promoted with the slogan "the first network for men." Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. But it did have uh, another a series called "Ride with Funkmaster Flex." Tight. 
Uh, although three days before the launch, uh, Spike Lee, uh, like tried to get them to stop using his name or something, mm. and then they were like, "Well, the Spike is not you; it's a different Spike." And then it was like, "All right, whatever." Moving on, anime. <laughs> <laughs> so uh a place further than the universe is a show from 2017 it is an original uh concept although i think a manga launched like pretty much at the same time uh about uh some high school girls that for one reason or another want to take a journey to antarctica yes that big continent at the bottom of the flat earth couldn't be me couldn't be you Mm-mm. could be me really I don't know, but you know, it's fucking cold out there, man, and it's scary. It's I feel like that's a horror movie going to Antarctica, going there. Like that's a that's a horror movie. Well, you could watch the thing, which takes place in the Arctic, the other side of the world, but it's a horror movie. That's a horror movie. There's yeah. also um, there's also like some show that I started watching that I never finished, but it was also like a mystery in some cold ass place. Was it Sister Sister? No, Mark. Oh, I like Sister Sister. You can find that on Netflix now. Oh, nice. Um, um, yeah, speaking of the cold, Netflix or Hulu, one, one, of one of the characters at one point in this show says like, it'll be minus 10 degrees outside. My nose would be runny. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's what you have to worry about when something is negative By the 10 way, degrees. Mark, the thing takes place in Antarctica. What did I say? You said the Arctic. You said the Arctic. Oh, okay. The opposite of Antarctica. Yes. I thought I said in the, every way. Wait, 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 wait. The movie, the thing does take place in Antarctica. Yeah, there's no like... The Arctic is all watery and stuff. Oh. There's no solid ground. I, th- well, when I saw the thing, it was Santa Claus was the the alien. Oh. So I, I got confused and thought it was the North Pole. Look at that. Anyway. Good save. <laughs> did they buy it? <laughs> um, whatever. Yeah, so this came out in the winter 2018 anime season, which included... Uh, popular new shows like Violet, Evergarden, and Darling in the Franks. Uh, I've only heard of Darling in the Franks. I think someone who listens to us suggested that once. It's on a list. I think about it often because uh, I, I think of hot dogs whenever I, I hear that or vice versa. But uh, this show was also pretty popular. That season is considered uh, by some to be one of the best animes of the 2010s. Oh, and the first episode is... Uh, I thought it was a typo like on the Crunchyroll app um, because it's not called that in other places, but it's called One Million Yen for Youth. Million. I guess like it's misspelled in the... Um, oh, yeah, it's spelled Shakuman N in, in Japanese, so they're trying to kind of make it sound as kiddie-ish and silly sounding. Um, Stupid. But, yeah. So, how does the show start, really? It starts with her talking about puddles. Right? Was that her? It looked like a child to me. Was that her? She is a child. Well, she looked younger there. I thought it was like a baby. <laughs> well, maybe it was her when she was younger, but mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't matter. It's uh, We start out seeing our protagonist uh, girl named Madi, uh, and technically her name is Tamaki Madi, and so they mm-hmm. just merge the names and they call her Kimari, mm-hmm. which just made me think of the cat person from Final Fantasy X, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, and Kimari is a 16-year-old uh, high school girl who um, seems like kind of a, a, a lazy 
Uh, Why is she lazy? I don't know. Her mom has trouble waking her up. I guess she's not lazy because she does That's go like to school every, every day. Every girl protagonist is like has trouble getting up in the morning because super relatable. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, <laughs> Who's the cat person from Final Fantasy X? Isn't his name Kimari? I don't know what cat person you mean. Kim, Kimari Ronso. He's like a From he's not 10? like a cat person. He's like a giant like leopard. Yeah, put an H this in there. K-I-M-A-H-R-I. You don't remember this guy? Oh yes, I remember him now. Yeah. He wasn't like the right. most notable, but I liked him. Kimari. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh so I she, take it all back, Mark. No problem. Uh, so the uh, main character again, Kimari, who's not, not a giant panther. She finds like a notebook with like uh, something that she wrote before she entered high school. That was like, um, you know, what I want to do before high school ends. And it's like she wants to make the most out of her youth and she wants to skip school once and she wants to uh, go on a journey without a plan and a bunch of these like things to like make sure that she takes advantage and take makes the most out of her youth and she's like oh no i haven't done any of this like i've just been a normal boring person going to school and you know not not going on adventures or anything like that right and she starts crying but in case you don't know i mean if you haven't seen the trailer or the show at all it's not like a serious kind of cry it's like a little bit over the top and her mom is just like what after she pauses for a while uh, it goes into the OP, which I thought was fine. Um, I thought it was a cute intro. Oh, yeah. The animation itself is great. The mm-hmm. song, I was like, eh, whatever. I don't think I'll listen to this. I like the ending song. The ending song is much like last week. Uh, another song where the four main girls, uh, the actresses sing it. Wow. I believe. I believe. Um, so <sighs> that's cool. What? Just Miles is using a reaction uh, I can't, on the Zoom I can't, call. I can't see it when I have the, other, the sh- other shit open. Whatever this is, Skype team. What is this? <laughs> Skip. <laughs> We're using Yahoo chat. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let me just slide that bad boy over there. And Did you guys ever ditch school to go on an adventure? Um. Wait, hang on. I just wanted to say that... Uh, yeah, I just I liked in the OP all the fun zany adventures that the girls go on and they were like funny things that seem kind of realistic, you know, like them playing with their sunglasses and taking cute photos. It wasn't like they're all standing on top of each other and falling into the ocean or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was cute and fun and not too uh over the top. Although it does kind of spoil the show. Yeah. It shows you who's going to go to Antarctica. And it looks like they make it and they do mm-hmm. go, right? I mean, I think so. <laughs> maybe they're just dreaming about it. Yeah, maybe at the end of the, maybe the show's a huge bummer and they never go. It seems, I mean, we're, we got to the end of episode three and it seemed like it was a short thing, right? Unless like there's some new obstacle that they come across. Yeah, I mean, that's my question is like, how much yeah. of the show is going to be about the journey there and how much of it is going to be leading up to it? Yeah. Um, but Miles, you were asking something. Have you guys ever ditched school to go on an adventure? Um, uh, I only, when people were skipping pep rallies, I would tag along with them. I never intentionally like got up and pretended to go and then didn't. I would always tell my parents that I was too sick to go or whatever. And Mm. then while at home, I might like walk across the street to the sandwich store and they'd be like, don't you have school? And I'd be like, ha ha. And then I'd just pay for the sandwich. Um, 
but no, I don't know I, if that's an adventure. My parents didn't let me stay homesick unless I was like throwing up. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Miles, you? I think me and friend of the pod, Charles, went to Asbury Park one day instead of going to school. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's that. There was a quote I remember. Was that from high school where it was like, you guys go past a building and it was like, they hadn't really rebuilt Asbury Park very much. And one of you was like, we should uh, go back and eat at that restaurant with those guys. And you were like, that wasn't a restaurant. That was an abandoned building. And those guys were homeless. <laughs> Aww. Uh, that's something high schoolers said. That. And I still find that funny. Um, it was one of you. We can assume you were the not funny part of that conversation. But anyway. Okay, good. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, this girl realizes that she hasn't done some fun things like going on a spontaneous adventure. I want to go on a spontaneous adventure, but we can't because it's COVID. I mean, we could. We could just drive to a place, a desert. And then what? I don't know. That's the th- when we Avoid get the- everyone and everything. Well, when we get the vaccines, we're probably going to be just as boring, but we're going to be like, we can go places. No, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to a place every once in a while. We'll do it. I'm going to go out all the time. Yeah. I'm going to tell people to spit in my mouth. No. Yeah. I'm going to be like, it can't hurt me. Mm. I'm invincible person at this rest stop. Um. So yeah, she's kind of upset about that. And uh, she tells, uh, Kimari tells her friend whose name I can't remember. It's like Mega or something. Megane. <laughs> it's it's not Megane. That means glasses. It's, it's almost Megan. that. It's, it's Megumi. <laughs> it's almost that. It's, you're right. You're right. It's Megumi. And she calls her like, something she calls her something like mega or something calls her mega head no um she calls her mega and uh so she's telling megumi you know about what she wants to do and she's like you ever cut school and megumi's like yeah uh, we (laughs) everyone's cut school we've done it before uh and she's like okay i'm gonna do it tomorrow and and megumi encourages her and then it's raining for it and she's like yeah i'm gonna go to the beach i'm gonna take the train going the opposite way everyone else is going to school so no one sees me and then, yeah, it's raining. She decides not to go. Yeah, she chickens out. Yeah, and she's, she makes up some excuses and stuff. And Megami's like, okay, whatever. And then um, at some point, I don't know if it's the same day. Yeah. But Kimari... It, she's like back in like the train station or something. And uh, she notices a young woman drops something. And so she picks it up and she's like, hey, you dropped your thing. And the girl's already gone. Yeah. Well, she she runs past her and mm-hmm. it's like this slow-mo glory shot. And uh, she runs like really close to her and she later says that she smells good. <laughs> um, and yeah, she opens up the thing that was dropped. It's an envelope and it's full of uh, 10 million yen. It's just full of money. I thought it was a million yen. You're right. A million it's, yen. A, 10 million would be way too much. It's 1 million yen. Yes. Uh, which, which is $10,000. Yeah, roughly. The exact number, no one, it doesn't really matter, is like $9,184.09. It doesn't matter. It's $10,000. Yeah. Culturally speaking, as of today. It's, it's the same as, as saying, yeah, there's $10,000 mm-hmm. fucking dollars in here. Holy shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, she brings it to school and is sort of just like telling her friend, like, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And she's like, but I think it was our school uniform, so she could be here. And she's, she looks like this and she smells good. Mm-hmm. They look for her. Uh, she finds her going into a bathroom. Well, she smells her, and then she, she smells and her, then she yeah. follows the smell to the bathroom. Yeah, and she sees she. I guess uh, she realizes she must be in one of the bathroom stalls. We hear pounding from inside the bathroom stall. She's like pissed at herself. 
Yeah, she's like crying and we just hear her saying like a million yen. Why is she carrying all of that money with her? I guess maybe like she's worried her family might find it or something. Mm. It's the only thing I could think of. But yeah, you'd think that you could stuff it somewhere. Because like she could get mugged and then they take it, you know? Yes, I don't know. They do later say that she's stupid, uh, Mm. her friends. And I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what this is about. Um, How old do you have to be to open up a checking account? I don't know. Do you have to be 18? Maybe. I feel like I had one before I was 18. I don't know what the story is in Japan. Maybe, yeah, maybe it can be a joint account with a parent. Yeah, I think your parents need to help you open it. But the cash... Does she... Yes. Does she not have a parent? She mentions that her mom went missing in Antarctica. Oh, we don't hear about what her happened daddy. to her dad? Why doesn't her dad take her to Antarctica? You can't just take people to Antarctica. That's true. That's the whole show. How do you get there? Um, and yeah, I guess maybe she had the cash on her because she thought she might run into some people because at some point she wants to make a cash offer, which she does. She puts the money on the table uh, later on in like episode two or so. So maybe that that's why. Anyway, so she's crying about it and then she steps out into the bathroom and our protagonist is there like with the envelope. Um... And this girl, whose name is... It's not Shiraishi, right? It's... What is it? Which one is she? Oh, well, her name is Shirase. Uh, Shirase grabs her, which seems like she's going to be angry with her, like she stole it. But instead, she's like super grateful that she has it. Uh, and they strike up a conversation. And she explains that uh, she really wants to go visit Antarctica because uh her mom was a uh expedition crew member who went to antarctica a few years ago i think i think three years ago Three years ago and she went missing mysteriously vanished uh and so she wants to go back there uh to see if she can find her i don't know if she really thinks she's alive and hanging out there i get the feeling that's not how things work on on antarctica Mm. i think everybody knows where everybody is and if you don't show up indoors for a while you're probably dead yeah i'm surprised why nobody's just like hey uh your mom's dead stop trying to go there are you trying trying to find her body like that would be another weird episode 12 is if she showed up there and there was just like a frozen corpse yeah nearby (laughs) especially if she was like 10 feet from the building and they were like yeah we saw her and just you know we figured it like Like, it's nothing we could do now she went missing and people thought she was alive wouldn't people still be looking for her like you know people would be looking for her yeah, That's I guess true. she must have... Uh, or, or maybe they gave up after a year because it's been three years and if she hasn't turned up, then I don't know. Did she build herself like an igloo and figure out how to survive? Maybe that's maybe that's what she thinks happened. Maybe she thinks her mom is like a survivalist she, and is like she built her. She crawled into a cave or something and is building fires and catching fish and stuff. Yeah, but if she's that resourceful, she should be able to get back to the, to the place. Well, how do you mm-hmm. get back? There's the, you can't She's even get there. Dead. Let's face it. How, I mean, wh- wh- how is she alive then? If you can survive for three years in a cave, you know? Yeah. Even inside but caves then, though, like, in where Antarctica, do you go? they're going to be so You're lost. fucking cold. You're lost. Where do you, how do you know where to go? You're in the middle of like nowhere. Yeah, but how do you do it? If you have to survive, you have to leave the cave and nobody, sometimes. And nobody's there, right? That, but then, but then people, you're dead. People, but then, Jackie, then you're dead. People don't live in Antarctica, right? No, well, scientists do like this. Yeah. It's, it's not like there's a house and there's a culture that people have. Right. There. They they set up their camps and they leave. 
Right. But I'm saying if you like are camping out trying to survive somewhere, you have to leave the cave and be able to like navigate back to the cave, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you'd be able to, you'd have to, she shouldn't, she couldn't have gone far. She'd have to be able to navigate back to the, she's dead. She's definitely dead, probably in a cave. She I probably mean, went into a cave and then died. This girl probably has the one hope that she is surviving out there for three years by herself. Um, and it, all it takes is for someone to go and find her. Or they find her and she breaks off into like multiple scary spider monster parts and attack her. And it turns out that she was a mimicked like alien. Mm-hmm. You what, know? Bo- what boss battle is that? That's just the thing. Oh, okay. Man. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a video game. <laughs> she goes to touch her mom and her mom's chest turns into a big mouth. It's horrible. So yeah, she, she really wants to go to Antarctica and uh, Kimari is like immediately drawn to her and thinks she's really cool. Uh, and she goes back and tells her friend Megumi about how she ran into her. And Megumi's like, oh yeah, everyone calls her Antarctica <laughs> because that's all she's been able to talk about for years. And uh, all she does is work to save up money which she did tell Kimari. She has all the money from working part-time jobs. Um, and she's like, so she doesn't really have any friends because that's all she thinks about. And yeah. she just works all the time. And she's just working a lot so that she can save, save, save for her trip. Yeah. Um, and then what happens? How does this How does this go on? Some bullies try to take her money from her. How did the bullies find out about the money? These two girls like stop, like corner her while she's trying to pick up her bicycle. Well, it seems like in this show, all these girls talk at full volume all the time. <laughs> okay. People keep overhearing one another, I've noticed. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe she was telling her about uh, the mm. money or maybe people heard her crying in the bathroom mm. over the money. Okay. Well, yeah. So um, then the girl, who's the main girl? Kim- Kimari. Kimari. She, um, she kind of distracts the bull she tells the bullies like some lies so that they can go away um and then she starts hanging out with um shirase shirase and she basically joins her expedition <laughs> uh, she volu- yeah she volunteers to go with her yeah um, she's like why don't you well like go with me then because like she's she's talking about how she wants to go on an adventure and she wants to do something like exciting and she's like and i support you and you're journey to antarctica like i think that's really cool and important i want you to do it i want to help you let me know how i can help you she's like join me and so now there's two of them gonna go to an antarctica yeah and she's like we're gonna go check out a boat so uh come with me to check out a boat tomorrow and she says other girls have said they were interested but then they don't show up so if you show up to see the boat with me then i'll believe you and take you seriously that you mm-hmm. really want to do this like that's the thing. She's probably she she sounds like she's been disappointed a lot by other girls who are seem interested, but then they are like, oh, it's unrealistic, and you should give up, you know, and then and yeah. go away. Because you can't just go to Antarctica. It's not like going to Australia or yeah. something. <laughs> it's a big icy island that only scientists really go to. So yeah, you have to have some kind of excuse to go. Yeah. Um. I some notes I I realized I wasn't looking. Also, at my- you could die. You know, that's also why they don't just yeah. let anybody go and that you have to be approved to be on the boat or on the flight or whatever. It's because, like, you could die there and they've, like, they don't want to be responsible for taking yeah. you there if you, like, are, are some, I don't know, you think you're going on vacation and you're stupid and you get yourself killed. Yeah, that's the thing that is, like, that's why it seems like this expedition we find out uh, usually doesn't take many children or if it takes kids, it takes one because. Yeah, if this is risky at all, you don't want to kill four teenagers. You know, if you're the if you're the company running the expedition or the government, you're going to be like, we'll take one girl. If one girl dies, it's like, well, okay, this sucks, but you know, 
That's not as bad as four. Anyway, some notes in my notebook I, I wanted to mention. Um, one thing I thought that was really funny was she's talking to her friend towards the beginning about like things she hasn't accomplished in you know school, even though she's only in year two. I think it's three years in high school, but still, she's 16. She's not 18. Um, and they show these scrolls up where they're all written in kanji. I guess it's supposed to be like calligraphy where maybe you write like affirmations or like mantras or something, but we see them subtitled and the one attributed to Kimara just says pudding is a drink. Um, what? Yeah. I don't know if like to like, that's like a hot dog as a sandwich kind of argument that they're having or something, or if it's just like to show that Kimari is kind of an airhead. Uh, but I noticed that and thought it was very funny. And they've also done things where background, like um, like incidental signs and stuff, correspond to things that are actually happening in the plot. Mm. For instance, when um, Kimari has the money in school and is looking to return it, she's carrying an ethics book. Oh yeah. Um, when she sees her in the bathroom and uh, she's and um, Shirase is still upset and she like kicks the door open, the sign on the bathroom door says, "Please open and close the doors quietly." Uh, and when Kimari first finds the money, there's a, a like train station ad behind her that says like 1 million yen, you know, win 1 million yen or something like that. Uh, and she just finds it on the ground. So definitely if you watch the show, keep your eyes open. There's a bunch of, um, I don't know what you'd call that environmental ironic. No environmental dramatic irony comedy. Shit is funny on the walls. Um, I wish I'd seen that. I love to laugh. You do love laughter. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think they look like stickers? Excuse me? I found that like they were, they all had white outlines and against the backdrops, they look like those like puffy stickers that you can like push in a little bit. You mean just the girls themselves? Yeah. All the people. Hmm. Okay. I guess so. Maybe you've seen stickers that were like drawn in the same style or by the same artist or something. Maybe. Maybe that's how they animated this. Maybe it was cheap to use actual stickers. Um, at some point in the episode, um, they, uh, uh, the two childhood friends, like not the new girl, Megumi and Kimari are, I think it's the scene where, Ki- where Megumi is explaining what the deal with the Antarctica girl is and they're at a convenience store and the cashier who has lighter hair kind of takes notice of their conversation. Mm-hmm. And Miles, I don't know if you watch the after credits scenes because I know the app like kind of shrinks the uh, the video image and stuff and acts like here comes the next episode. But yeah, at the end of the episode, we see the convenience store girl and she has a globe on the counter and she's trying to look at the bottom of the globe mm. uh, where Antarctica is. And as we all know, unfortunately, Antarctica is often pierced uh, with the uh, spindle or whatever you call it. Which is the Lance of Longinus. Yeah, that's right. That's where Evangelion got the idea. <laughs> they looked at a school globe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said this anime doesn't pass the Bechdel test because Antarctica is a man. We all know that. <laughs> nice Bechdel test ref. <laughs> I'm, I mean, obviously that's not true. Kimari and Megami talk about the Antarctica girl. His name is Shirase, so... It does pass the test. Great job. But barely. If you've ever met someone named, like a guy named Ant, it's not sure for Anthony, it's sure for Antarctica. I didn't know. This is a stupid tangent. 
Uh, is that pretty much where episode one end one ends? Right, is where uh, the um, Shirase is like, come with me to see the ship. Yeah, I well, so. episode one, they're like on the train. Like it ends with mm-hmm. them on the train. Like the credits are them on the train and taking pictures of Ma- Mount Fuji with the bald guy's head and like yeah, yeah, other uh, relatable like real funny moments. Like they're trying to take a picture of the mountain through the train window, but there's a guy there. They take his picture <laughs> and he looks at them. And then, like later in the credits or something, we see that she sent it to her friend Megumi, and they're like, "Look, it's Mount Fuji." And you see in the picture that like the guy's head and the mountain are like the same size in the photo. <laughs> like it's not like he was in the corner. It's like it's also prominently featured. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very funny. I like a lot of the animation in this show too. Like it's very cute when Kimari goes to kind of get her Antarctica friend out of being bullied, and she's like, "Oh, the teacher wanted to talk to you," and she's like, "Really?" She goes like, "Hmm." And she like nods her face and they like exaggerate the hell out of her facial features mm. when she nods. And they give the girls the, that cat mouth shape sometimes, you know, when they're being mischievous. Um, yeah. How were you guys feeling about the show when episode one ended? Where, where, where were your hearts? I thought it was cute. Yeah, it was cute. Miles isn't that impressed with it. I didn't like the show that much. Okay. Weird. I thought it was uh I thought it was very cute. I want to see them go to Antarctica and be friends. Mm. I, I think know. we're going to see it. But I also like like I said it couldn't be me. So <laughs> I don't know. I would not. I I'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. I support you, but I have no interest." And then, but then and actually and then I would get bored of this person because they'd all they'd talk about is Antarctica and I'd be like, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> but if you if you and I got the chance to go to Antarctica, I think we would have to take the chance. I think we'd have to because it's just not everyone gets to go. And it's very expensive. So I, if it were free, I wouldn't want to be there for that long free though. Is for it's me. so cold. No, you just go for like an why afternoon. Why would you want to be why would you want to waste your time somewhere cold? No, you just take a day trip to Antarctica, <laughs> you know, and you just come back. <laughs> You just rent a small propeller boat. Propeller like, boat. Like, if I could be there for, like, maybe a couple of hours, but... Well, I mean... I don't know. There's probably stuff to see you'd there. You'd go see what the scientists are doing and shit, and you'd see, like, animals no one else is allowed to see, and uh, you'd find the alien spaceship that crashed. I and, don't... Is there, like, a hot spring? <laughs> is there a hot spring? Yeah. In Antarctica? Yeah, I don't know. Can I hang out yes. in, Yes. Like, can I hang out in, like, a spa? Can I hang out in one of those, like, in a warm... We'll work on that. Warm, uh sauna well um i'll do some googling <laughs> well we'll go there and then we'll come back and we'll hang out in the sauna yeah we'll stop on the hot well, chocolate that's the island thing. that's the thing antarctica doesn't have any of that shit because it's only for scientists and penguins so you like don't think <laughs> scientists get comfortable at all you don't think they have any nice amenities there no you no. think they just sleep in freezing boxes well no. i don't think so they just love science so much or they're paid a lot they fucking love science <laughs> they are actually the ones who run ifl science on facebook um and they're like in parentheses and we hate uh real life creature comforts uh yes so episode two um they talk what if what if they get there and they're like oh i hate this (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't matter i mean what if they get there and they're like oh there's nothing to do here it's just snow and ice and penguins and then they get always stuff and then you get bored of the penguins after like how long after like a couple hours and then you're like all right, all right i've seen penguin i've seen them you i know? don't think it's going to be like that i think you could just i think the scientists would be ready to talk to civilians and you would follow them throughout their job and stuff and really you get to know each other yeah i don't know man 
You think it's going to be like a lame trip to like Dayton, Ohio, where you're like, no, I'll just stay in the hotel and you read a book and you're like, this sucks. Well, I mean, they're they're going to go look after her mom. So they're probably yes. going to go out and like get themselves killed because they're looking for her mom. Yeah. You know, and then they're going to get lost and then there's going to be a search party that goes after them. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like the Donner party, but anime style. Ooh, and then they have to eat each other. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Why? What's with that Dayton, Ohio burn? Uh, I just have to imagine that place is not that interesting. I don't know anything about it. What if our listeners are from there? All of our listeners All are from Minnesota. <laughs> okay. No one's from Ohio. Well, at least you didn't diss Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> I would feel very differently about being in uh, Duluth. Is uh, that a place? Yeah. Okay. That's where comedian Maria Bamford is from. Is it cold there? It's Minnesota. Is Minnesota cold? I have yeah. no idea. Lil Yachty says so. It's fucking cold, bro. Is it oh. Lil Yachty who has cold like Minnesota? Miles, help me. Oh, I don't know. I don't listen to Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty, write in and tell me what, what city it is right after uh, you finish the lyric, blow my dick like a cello. Listeners, if you live somewhere cold, like if you live in Antarctica or whatever, if you live somewhere mad cold, like... He is from Minnesota, hell and, yeah. And you like it, I mean, good for you, but it couldn't, <laughs> it couldn't be me. You thought that... Uh, <laughs> Oh, he's not from Minnesota, but he does have a song called Minnesota. Who are you talking about? Lil Yachty. Okay. Also known as Miles McCollum. Okay. That's a good With name. a Y? No, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck that guy. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they talk about, uh, they ask, you know, or, well, not they at this point, it's just the two of them. Kimari asks her about her plan, um, or is it is it that Kimari is telling Megami about the plan, and she's like, yeah, well... Shirase's mom went on the Antarctic expedition, so she thinks she can get in that way. And she says something like, well, it's not like family tickets to a concert, which mm-hmm. I'm guessing is like a reference to if you if your family is like playing yeah. uh, music in the orchestra. Otherwise, I was like really confused as to what that could mean. Um, and uh, at some point, we, can, we, we start to see that uh, Kimari is becoming more and more obsessed with uh, prepping for Antarctica. Um, cause she knows that she's going to have to raise money to be able to go on the trip. Um, and, uh, we kind of see that her friend Megami is kind of not part of this discussion. You know, she hasn't expressed interest in going. And when she realizes that she's talking about Antarctica again, she's kind of like, oh, right. All that stuff. Um, and, uh, at this point, have I skipped, um, no, I haven't skipped, uh, when they pick up girl number three. But um, I, I think that at some point, uh, her friend Megumi gives, shows her an article about how dangerous the Antarctic expedition can be because it used to be a government-led thing mm-hmm. and now it's like sold off to private companies who are struggling to get funding, which can kind of make it seem more dangerous. Uh, and so people have dropped out of going on the expedition. And uh, Kimari is like preoccupied reading this and the teacher calls on her. And she loses her place or whatever in a very cute scene. Uh, and then she's forced to write some words in kanji over and over again as punishment, like after school. And her friend Megami is there as she fills sheets with words like depression. And <laughs> I forget the other words. I saw Rose was one of them. Rose. Yeah, yeah. And then what I thought was funny was that uh, her friend basically is then like, you should ask Shirase about you know the danger of the expedition and stuff. 
I don't know if she's saying like you should ask her if she really wants to go or if you should ask her if she heard about the danger. Mm. But what I love with the way that scene ends is Kimari's hearing her and she's like, okay, I got it. And she writes, I got it in the paper where she's yeah. supposed to just be filling it with like the same word over and over again. But she just did that thing where you write what you're thinking or saying. Very relatable. Lots of relatable airhead moments in this yeah. show. Um, that I do all the time on this podcast where I tell you guys something that I am reading and it's not what I meant to say. No. What is, what was the scene? I remember the, the, there's like a bunch of establishing shots at one point of a bunch of ugly ass Tanuki statues. Do you remember that? Yeah, I didn't write anything down about it. Miles, did you know that's what they were? No, I didn't know what they were. Or that, why I they think, were so ugly. I think that's when I think that's much later when she's talking to the convenience store girl, I think. Okay, because I don't remember what else really happens except that she's looking for jobs she's and finds the for, escort thing. Yeah. So she found that and she was like, Oh yeah, this is a job that I can apply for. But like what what was it really that she didn't realize it was? Well, um, she's telling her friend Megami, she's like, I can find a job, and then she's like, Oh, look, here's one where it's, you know, looking for high school girls and you just talk with boys and stuff mm-hmm. on the way home. And uh, she's like, the school would kick you out if they found out you were doing that. And she's like, well, I'll just write them a letter asking for permission. And mm-hmm. she's like, you're like, so she, she, naive. She's like permission to like do, do a part-time work or something. Right. She doesn't realize that she's saying the nature of the job can be ske- skeevy, sketchy. Mm-hmm. Because I think that you can just do the job like that where you're just like, yeah, I'm like a fake date service, but there are also, I think some girls that sell their bodies and stuff mm. along with that um but what do i know and sell their clothing sell their used clothing that's a thing Mm-mm-mm. that you can do mm. um so i was watching the show wondering like is this gonna are we gonna have weird airhead moments where she does go on dates with uh creepazoids <laughs> um because it comes up a few times <laughs> that topic um, oh, creepazoids at some point um Oh, yes. And then... So then she gets a job at the convenience store. Right. And by the convenience store, you mean the one where the they were talking the other day in mm-hmm. front of this blonde girl, blondish girl. What's her name? Her name is not Chirase. Miyake, I believe. Okay. Yeah, Miyake. And uh, they introduce themselves uh, to one another. This is, by the way, the main character, Kimari, is now working there. They're talking and they're like, oh, we're the same age and... Uh, Kimari's like, yeah, I'm trying to raise money so I can go uh, on this trip. I've never been on like a spontaneous trip before. And Miyake's like, is it to Antarctica by chance? Mm. And uh, we just sort of jump ahead and she's like, how did you know? Were you spying on us? She's like, no, you were talking about it out loud like this. Because <laughs> um, something we kind of skipped over was that Kimari does ask um, Shirase like, about like, hey, I heard this trip is really dangerous and people have been dropping out and they're having trouble with funding. And Shirase at first is kind of bullheaded about it and is like, hey, if you're trying to like tell me not to go or you don't really want to go, then whatever, like stop bothering me about it. Just tell me that you don't want to go. And she walks away from Kimari and Kimari was like, no, it's just that she yells like across the street. Like, I want to, you know, I'd rather be able to say, oh, I should have gone than, you know, to go and find out that we couldn't have gone because it's too dangerous. Mm. And then we see that Shirase comes back and they they talk about it and they're cool again, which is nice. And this is the conversation that the convenience store clerk heard. Um, Mm. So she introduced herself as Miyake and then she kind of 
uh, just volunteers right that she wants to go, I think. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I don't really understand why she wants to go. Oh, uh, well, okay. So she she says that she doesn't go to high school and they're shocked by this. And she explains that she dropped out um, because she yeah. doesn't really like high school. But she, she's still smart and she still like passes the tests and she still takes. She has like she her e- e- equivalent uh, certification as yeah. going to high school, even though she's only a second year. Yeah. Um, but she still has like a free year or two before she starts having to apply to college. So she's like, I thought this mm-hmm. would be a fun thing to do. But she also said that she was jealous of them too. So it was weird because she said she didn't want to go to high school because she didn't want to get lost in the crowd, I think. Yeah. But then she's jealous of these two girls who, like, I don't know. I mean, she's like they found know. each other through school, kind of, you know. And they're unique and stuff is, I, I think, why she... They yeah. kind of march to their own drum or whatever. I Yeah, I would be a little wary of a girl like this, I think. She's a lot. Someone who's why? like, I don't go to school because I don't want to just get lost in the crowd. I'd be like, what is the real problem? Are you anxious? <laughs> or, you know, what's the deal? Like, just... You know, you sound like you're trying to be better than me mm-hmm. and you're not, um, especially when you're like, and I was jealous of you two guys. And it's like, yeah, we, we went to high school. Yeah. That's how we're able to socialize and stuff. Anyway. Which we kind of see. I like see, her though. She says things in a cute way. She, I like her too. I like, yeah, she's good. She, she would do this thing where she was like, she would say, she would say something and They'd be like, "Oh wow, who said that?" She's like, "Me." <laughs> yeah, like she'd be like, like a quote. She'd be like, "Oh yeah, well you know what they say." Da 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 da. da. And she's and they're like, "Oh yeah, who says that?" Uh, I said that. <laughs> she, yeah, she goes, I do. Watashi and points to herself. <laughs> she points to her um, face. Right. Well, that's that's like a how Japanese people point. Yeah, at. it's like an Asian thing that yeah. Westerners don't do, which is yeah. like when you say "me," you, instead of pointing to your like chest, they point to their nose, like they yeah. point to their face. Miles, apropos of nothing. Do you know what they do in the Philippines uh-huh. when it comes to pointing? When you say like me, myself, do you know where people would point? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, we have to take a field trip. I know that. F- okay. We're going to take a day when trip to When people point at other things, they'll sometimes point with their lips. Like, I don't know if yeah. you can see that, listeners. They do that in Latin America as well. Yeah. Right? Or is it just the Caribbean? I do not know. Yeah, I feel like the first time I saw someone do that, I was like, what are they doing? What is this? Because they're just like... Yeah, and like, like that over there. Like you kind of point with your lips and your your chin too. Your chin kind of points too. Yeah, which yeah. is something we... And when I say we, I mean more boring white American people. Hi. Um, where we might gesture with our chin, you know, you kind mm. of do like a quick upward nod towards something. Mm. But yeah, people from like Cuba, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico... People I know from New York, I guess, really. Yeah. Would just sort of gesture and you kind of purse your lips together like you're blowing an air kiss at an invisible person. Mm. Uh, And it didn't take me long to figure out what was happening there. But (laughs) it's the kind of thing where I was like, I can't do that. That feels weird. Mm. Anyway. You could do it. um, Her habit uh, of quoting herself reminds me of a different Kurt Russell movie, which is uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, which is not an X-rated film. Uh, where he would say, uh, fuck, I forget the character's last name, but he's like, you know what old Jack, whatever, whatever says, if this, this, that, whatever, and they're like, who's Jack so-and-so? And he's like, it's me, idiot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it it sounds better when you know all the words. Believe me. Okay. I uh, am missing a few sectors. So this is episode, uh, in episode two here. Yeah, also all three girls now decide that um, they're going to follow Shirase's idea for how to get into the 
um, expedition. Yeah. Because it's only for scientists. They don't really take civilians. And so they go to Kabukicho uh, in Tokyo, uh, which is a very vibrant, like, billboards, lights everywhere part of the city. And they're from Gunma, which is a prefecture in Japan that doesn't have, I don't think, like a big bustling uh, city. Or no, is Gunma a city? Shit. Uh, Gunma is a natural playground with hiking and skiing opportunities and countless hot springs, easily accessible from Tokyo. Okay, so it's not as big of a city and it's not as modern and electric and shit. Uh, and so they're there and they're trying to be like, keep cool. Don't act like you're, you know, you're from Gunma. Just yeah. act like you're in college or something. But they, of course, are completely failing at it yeah. and are, yeah, they don't know how to act. And then they uh, they realize they're at the place where there's like an informal meetup for people who are going on the next Antarctica expedition. And so they hide out outside there and they're like, Shirase, what's the plan? And they're like, okay, well, uh, on her plan, it says uh, lure them out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you mean lure them out? And they're like, well, you know, we're high school girls. And so I figured a lot of the people who go on the trips are men. And so there's this cute sequence where they argue about who's going to have to seduce them because they yeah because the men come out of the the bar and so it's like yeah you go over there and just talk to them and they first volunteer um uh and kimari and she strikes like a corny ass like (laughs) betty boop pose (laughs) and they're like you're so old-fashioned and then they talk about who has the better body to uh Mm -hmm. show off to the uh men uh but they're eventually uh they eventually then they shove out um Shirase herself when she's like no 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 I can't do it I can't yeah. be the one to go out there she goes out there just respectfully bows to them and leaves <laughs> and she explains like no no I, it couldn't be me because they're gonna they might recognize me and we see that there's two adult women there who are like oh it's you know um, it's Shirase again and they're like oh my god even now after three years and uh, Shirase tells the other girls to run and they all go running through the city trying to get away from these adult women uh, and um Kimari remarks that uh, she's actually having fun for once, that this is like a spontaneous adventure that she's on, even though they're running away from something. I'm guessing she wouldn't have the same thoughts if there was an obvious intent for violence. You know, I think if the women had like uh, guns or knives, she might not have the same thoughts. But, you know, this is just their awkward friend. Shirase was like, run away. These adults know me. Um, That was a good I like the running sequence. That was good. It was funny. I was action scene. Yeah, I was worried that they were like doomed when they were like, maybe we should split up. I was like, no, <laughs> but they're like, where will we meet up? And they're like, just use your cell phone. And I was like, yeah. okay, right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> they can do that. They're eventually cornered by the women because uh, they no. do a comedic. Well, we got to talk about the the one of the funniest parts was when um the blonde girl, convenience store chick. M- Miyake. Super Genki Miyake. Uh she's like she kind of hides like at a table with like two drunk girls who are like oh yeah yeah these two like like the so the women are like run uh looking for her and so the the these women you know the the women that are chasing them are they're running and they run pa- they run past her and she's sitting at a table with two drunk girls who are like it's so nice to drink outside late at night da 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 and then uh and then um miyake miyake like gets up and and goes and and she's like okay bye 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 yeah <laughs> the drunk girls are like bye bye <laughs> she wasn't yeah she wasn't even talking to them but they're yeah. like bye cuz she just happened yeah. to be sitting near them and they're very red in the face i think they just i think she probably just sat at the table and was yeah. like uh hi <laughs> and just yeah. like i'm you it know can, like I, can i sit here for a little bit yeah it worked 
because they they ran past her um yeah. um so eventually though they do the comedic thing where they collide into each other like two of the girls round a corner where one of the other girl uh was running band up in a pile so the adult women uh catch them and they all go to a restaurant and they're like it's not like we were gonna hurt you uh <laughs> and they talk about it and they're like yeah we know shirase here like she always tries to get on the expedition but we tell her like we you know we can't take uh civilians or high school girls or whatever mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's like give up we can't take you yeah which is like really a, a sad thing to hear i think because you don't realize like oh she's gotten this far before mm-hmm. like she has tried it and they're like yeah. no we see you coming and no once again you can't it's like ah oh, fuck yeah they, they might have well, because what she tries next is she tries to sponsor. She tries to give them money. She tries to give them the one million yen and says, "Like I'll sponsor you." Kind of like our Patreon, where exactly, yeah, <laughs> where we'll, they we'll they, take it. They sponsor us, and we will watch the anime that you want. We go on um, anime expeditions, right? Um, we need an Antarctica tier. Ooh, yeah, it's ten thousand dollars. Yeah, the the Antarctica tier is like ten thousand dollars, and we'll watch the entire anime series that, <laughs> well, that you want us for ten thousand dollars. You can do more than twelve episodes. I'll say that. <laughs> but let's not go crazy, okay? We're not doing One Piece. Okay, it's too long. Oh, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, she tries to be like, I heard oh. you guys are having trouble with funding, so I wanted to help. You know pitch in yeah so i'm wondering if because she tried it once before i wonder if like last time maybe she went to them and they were like no well we don't have the money to take more people or whatever maybe like mm. they use they maybe they mentioned that they needed money um and that's well, why i don't think so i think it's because it's after she had a conversation with kimari where kimari showed her the same news story she was reading oh. where she's like they have trouble like with funding people oh. keep dropping out so she kind of i think tried to use that uh as her like in I see. You know, to be like, well, I know you need money as opposed to, I guess, before she was just going to be like, please, I'll help you with costs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they push the money back and they're like, no, you know, we told you you can't do it. Um, and later, though, uh, we see them talk to uh, a woman whose last name, and this is kind of confusing, but like a woman shows up with the last name Shiraishi, mm-hmm. very different from Shirase. I promise. Um, and yeah, I don't remember how the episode two ends, but I do like when me they they tell her that she's no longer the leader. Oh right, yes, they're on a train, and because like her plan was so like it didn't work. It they didn't, didn't work. They didn't take the money, and it involved the apparently her plan with flirting with the boys with the guys was that she was hoping that they'd charm them and they'd smuggle them onto the expedition, which is just Looney Tunes. Um. <laughs> So Genki energetic uh, Miyake is like, I vote that we, you know, relieve you as leader. And Kimari uh, is like, yep, I second that motion. And so they're like, yes, we're going to we're going to go now, Um, you know, still all together as a group. But they're like, it's now it's now about our ideas. Your ideas didn't work, Um, which she seems to take pretty well. You know, I feel like in real life, you'd be like, how could you? (laughs) Um, Even though, I mean, being a leader, it's an informal thing. Um, but they notice that, uh, you know, she's down, but, uh, when Miyake goes to be like, look, it's not the end of the world. You just see that, um, Shirase was still determined that she was just like, if I brought more money, mm. they would have definitely said yes. Yeah. You know, if, if maybe next time she's still like trying to make it work, she's not really that deterred 
by what happened. She could probably make it happen if she had more money. Um, I think at some a point, a lot more money. At, I think at some point, you have enough money to do whatever it is that you wanted to do. She'd have to do that job where you hang out with men or whatever at yeah. school. Yeah, make a, a bunch more money because they say in that ad you can make as much as a million yen a week or a million it was yen like, a day it was or a something. Month. It was a month. A month. A million a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, and at the end of this episode, as they're talking about Antarctica and stuff, we the camera kind of zooms out and we see another girl alone on the train, and she kind of overhears them and seems curious. So at this point, my impression of the show was that they are like a big katamari, just like. Mm. sucking up other like girls that are hearing about going to antarctica and are like that sounds cool i don't think there's that many people in the world who are interested in going to antarctica but if you're like an energetic high school girl who seems really excited about it you might pull in other people Mm -hmm. you'd pull me in you already want to go mark um so that's how episode two ends. I did also want to mention the ending song did remind me of Katamari. Did oh it? shit! Because it's like very like upbeat and happy. Yeah, and Katamari. Japanese. Great soundtrack. Um, yeah, bro. In in episode two, Miyake uh, says something to Kimari, and Kimari seems agreeable to it. And Miyake like takes her hand and makes like a corkscrew kind of motion. And is like, this is how I drill my way into your heart. You know, she kind of just <laughs> says about herself. They subtitled it as like, this is how I like work my way into your heart. But in Japanese, she says like drill, like mm. heart drill or something. Mm. Um, so episode three is about us getting to know that mysterious girl on the train. Um, because the she's a celebrity. Right. The girls find out later. They're like Googling for like, you know, high school girls, Antarctica. And they find a news story that there is actually a high school girl who's going to go to Antarctica this year. Yeah, and she's kind of like um, in that Britney Spears song, Lucky, you know, where she kind of has has it all, but she's still sad because yeah. she doesn't have love or friends. This is a common thing with child actors. That one? Yeah. Why do these tears come at night? Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, she's Kimari. Uh <laughs> pretty good so yeah they're talking about this celebo girl and they're like i don't know if they have a plan about what to do with her but they're just like let's call her agency and yeah they, they i guess want to talk to her well first of all um uh what's her name she's shirase shirase is like super jealous that a high school girl is gonna get to go and she's like gonna i don't know blog about it or whatever blog she, well, about she's it. she's gonna be she's gonna do the news i think i or thought no. she was gonna vlog about it or something but anyway, I mean, she's like an entertainer. Um, and so she's super jealous. And yeah, and for s- some reason, they're like, yeah, what? let's call her agent and They don't really see. think too far ahead. I don't know what the plan was to I think agent. when you're in high school, you don't know how a lot of shit works. Like, you don't know how agencies work or how to, like, get yourself into a job or whatever. So, like, yeah. your plans just go, like, dot, dot, dot. Or they go, like, a movie that you saw once. Yeah. You're not, like, you haven't done business and shit. You don't know. So they just like try to put her on the phone um, with yeah, the I guess, agency. I guess they were trying to ask if they could also go. Yeah. Well, yeah, something. Or she's just going to call her and be like, what the fuck do you think you're going? Mm-hmm. What do you think you're doing going to Antarctica, <laughs> you celebo? You don't have a missing mom who went there. Uh, but while they're like fighting and trying to get Shirase to talk to the agent on the phone, the actress herself who was on the train in the previous episode just shows up 
Amazing. I don't know I how she, she got their address. She probably followed. I think she followed them. You think it was this was right after and she just yeah. followed them? Okay. Um. So she goes in or there. Or maybe they were just talking so loud that she heard enough information to look them up. <laughs> yeah. This is a show about the loudest high school girls in the universe. Uh, play, the, the place further than the universe refers to how their voices reach. Uh, how far they reach out there. Um. And does she explain that she doesn't want to go at this point or is it later? Yes. Right. So she's kind of like, yeah, I can go, but I don't want to. And um, I don't know. Does she offer like, uh, you can take my place? Yeah. To she sh- says, you can go instead of me. And then uh, we see that um, this girl, um, Yuzuki, Yuzuki Shiraishi, um, that she's like, oh, uh, is there another door to get out of here? Like, I got to go. She's been looking at her phone and she tries to leave out the only door really to the outside and she runs into a uh, tall fashionable woman how did she know she was there uh i don't know maybe she told her she like tracks oh her. can you pick me up here or something she tracks her. i thought it was too fast maybe she tracks her um and we realize this is the woman that we saw at the end of episode two towards the end of episode two who was talking to the adult women who are going on the expedition oh okay um, oh okay got it the two scientist babes um and uh so it turns out that yeah they were going to meet with this celebrity girl's mom so in in this current moment the celebrity girl's mom is kind of there just to pick her up she introduces herself to the girls as her uh she's like i'm her manager uh and then she says her name and she's like also i'm her mom (laughs) yeah (laughs) like she's her manager first yeah so we're getting some vibes that's a throwback to uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, right? That also had... Uh, I feel like this is a trope. Like, yeah. I, they're both, you know, like the the manager mom who is like cold and not very mom-like, more yeah. manager-like um, and pushes the daughter to do things that she doesn't really want to do. Well, yeah, um, a lot of the... Uh, yeah, Macaulay Culkin's dad is like that report yeah. allegedly. Yeah. He was just very like uh, demanding of him. Didn't yeah. give a shit about his childhood. Yeah, Michael Jackson's dad. Yeah, just trying to get money um, out of people. Um, out of their own kids. Out of their own. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, and then the mom talks to the girls because they're kind of offering like you know they're like should I say you can you know can she take the place your daughter doesn't want to go and her mom's like can you perform and should I say miserably tries to like pretend that she's talking from Antarctica on camera and she sucks at it. And then Miyake, <laughs> the um, high school, I guess dropout, but the the clerk is like, oh, I can do it. And she does like a decent sort of like, hey, it's me talking to everyone in Japan from Antarctica. And the mom's like, can you be pretty? And uh, that just like crushes her confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she and her daughter pretty much then leave. Yeah. Um, and then we follow those characters back and... Uh, you know, her mom's being like, look, you'll have more free time next year. You have to go to this Antarctica thing. It's your job. Mm-hmm. Um, even though uh, earlier when the girl was just talking to the other high schooler, she said like, I'm from Hokkaido. It's too cold. I don't want to go to Antarctica. You know, she just kind of blew it off like in that flippant way. And uh, you, we just we get the vibe that that uh, Yuzuki is very frustrated with her mom. Uh, and that she yeah. really doesn't want to go to Antarctica. She just wants to have a normal childhood. She just wants friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she explains that later. Because then when we hear from Shirase, the Antarctica girl, is that she had a talk with her mom, and her mom was like, if you can convince her to go, then I will recommend that the rest of you go as well. 
which made me suspicious because I was yeah. like, oh shit, is she just going to make like a half-hearted attempt? Yeah. And they're going to be like, no, we can't take a bunch of children. Yeah. They're all going to die. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. prediction. Um, well, like if you're going to take a bunch of, there has to be like an adult whose like job it is like paid to watch over them. and uh, Yeah, you chaperone. Know. Yeah. Um, well, not just chaperone, but like make sure that they survive. Like a guide, you know, hmm. like a survival person. Like a Sherpa, Sherparone. Like some, like a, I don't know, someone who, who lives in cold and knows. Like a Yeti. To, yeah, like a Yeti, like, like a Yeti. Like a Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They'll exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like um, a guide like that. And he just roars <laughs> and claws at them if they try to leave his sight. Like a polar bear. Just get a, like a giant polar a bear. A polar bear with a Coca-Cola bottle. Actually, mm-hmm. that's the wrong pole. That's the thing is they're on the wrong side of the uh, Okay, the then planet. a penguin. A penguin who's just like, well, this is my home. <laughs> yeah, Pen Pen from Evangelion. Who, Danny actually, DeVito from Batman. Yes. Yes. That's it. I'm trying to think of a good penguin from Batman quote. I mean, I think my favorite in each context is him just going, no, it's a lot. <laughs> Batman Returns. Not great, but not bad either. I enjoyed it. It's good. Yeah. It's very uh, visually uh, noirish and comic booky. Does the job. Anyway. Uh, so the, the girls realize, like, okay, we just got to convince the celebrity girl, um, Yuzuki, to want to go. And so they all, like, kind of ambush her outside of her apartment and they hang out with her at some restaurant and they're like, why don't you want to go? And she levels with them and is like, I have never had any friends. I'm always too busy you know working and stuff and when i have tried to hang out with people they just want to hang out because they try to take a picture with me because i'm famous for having been in a commercial when i was five and then doing other stuff um so uh you know um kimari then uh hugs her she's like oh like it's so cute and she's like i just i just felt like i needed to do that i just needed to hug you she just aggressively hugs her and she's like what are you doing she's like i don't know i just felt like hugging you now because i I hear what you're saying about like having trouble like starting over in a new school or a new semester and it, it, it I understand. Yeah. And she's like, no, you don't understand. And she's like, you're all best friends, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's like, no, we just met. <laughs> no, we don't really know each other either. Um, which kind of speaks to. We're, we're all just trying to get to the same place is what they say. Right. Which yeah. speaks to the fact that, well, they know how to socialize and they have the time to socialize because they've been in. Yeah public school without having a job as an actor but it also means that she would be kind of on the same pace and same page as all of them as Mm -hmm. they get to know each other she would also not be like it's not like the latecomer yeah it's not like you're joining a group of like like an already existing group of like close friends and you're now like the new person like they're all new right um but she doesn't quite like say all that in that moment um they go. They they take her back to her apartment, and they're like, "Oh, I hope your mom understands." Like they they kind of have given up a little. Like they're just, you know because they want what's best for her, and you know they want her to be happy and stuff. And yeah, and Shirase seems almost a little like, "All right, fine." Like not this time yeah. around, you know. That was our only hope for that. Because if she doesn't want to go, they're not going to replace her with me. They would use another mm-hmm. celebrity. They wouldn't, you know, just pick a rando. Yeah. Like me. Um, but then um, we see Yuzuki has a dream. She's also like thinking to herself like uh, in bed, like this is the first time that's ever happened. That's the first time anybody's ever hugged her, like genuinely, like a friend. Yeah. Which is so sad. <laughs> the first time she's been glomped. 
So sad. Um, and she has this dream that she hears something at the window and that she opens the window and the it's all girl, the girls on a ladder on a ladder. Very dangerous because it's yeah. windy and they're there trying to get her to take their hand. Yeah. Uh, and she takes Kimari's hand and gets and pulled out the window fall. and they yeah. all fall. And I was watching that and I was like, this has to be a dream because even mm. this comedic show cannot justify yeah. someone falling like 30, 40 feet. Um, yeah. What are they all doing on the ladder? Yeah. Uh, and she fell off the bed when she woke up. Like her dream was that she woke up. She fell off the bed. It's funny. Yeah. In her dream, she was falling off a ladder. So she fell off the bed or maybe in, in her dream, she was reaching out and then falling off the bed made her think she was falling off the ladder mm-hmm. or something. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You get it. You've dreamt. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> so then we basically see that Yuzuki has told her mom, like, I will go to Antarctica, but only if the other three girls get to go. If- well, it's, well, first the girls show up at her apartment uh, the oh. next day and they're like, yeah, we're all going to, we're going to go with you. You have a job in Tokyo. So we're all going to go and we're going to go to the Polar Science Museum. And she's just like, so she starts crying. She's so happy that like people want to be her friend and like hang out with her and stuff. Um, and they go to the Polar Science Museum and they're like friends now. Um, and so, yeah, basically they're like, yeah, well, I'm not going to go unless you all go with me. Um, and that's what happens. Maybe. It seems like it anyway. It sounds like a good plan. Yeah. I mean, because I think that that Yuzuki's mom is aware that, uh, you know, she could just, even though it's her job and blah, 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 she could as a kid just be like, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Um, and so she does have the leverage to be like, no, you know what? I, I will go if you meet my, you know, uh, demands. And in this case, it's just a few extra kids. What could go wrong? Hilarity could ensue. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the end of episode three. Did we hit everything? I will say, um, that, uh, you know, I mentioned that uh, it kind of seems like the the childhood friend of the main character, um, the main character Kimari's friend Megumi, seems like she's being kind of passed over when she's like, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" Mm-hmm. And uh, Kimari's like, "No, we're gonna do something for the Antarctica trip later." Uh, and I noticed that in the first episode, you know, the OP didn't really mean that much to me. I didn't know all the characters. And then the second time around, I watched and I was like, is one of the four girls her high school friend? And it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the girl with the glasses. Yeah. So like just watching the opening, you're like, oh, shit, she's not going to go on the trip. Mm. So. Well, she's just the friend. She's not that. She doesn't have that big of a part. Yeah, but they're she's like boring. She didn't want to go. She's like me. She's like, no, I'm, I'll stay here where it's warmer. <laughs> yeah. But still, like if you're all excited about Antarctica, if you haven't hung out with your friend in a while, you should be like, hey, guys, let's blow it off for a second. I have yeah. to hang out with my friend. Or reschedule with your friend. Say like, we'll hang out tomorrow. Yeah. So it's just sad because, you you know, they're probably yeah. going to drift apart. She's making new friends, but she's losing her existing friend. Yeah. All my homies love Antarctica. The you trip's know? not going to be... Well, I don't know. I think they'll still be friends. Also, I don't care. I didn't really like this show. God damn it, Miles. I liked it. Why didn't you like it, Miles? I think it didn't... It wasn't dramatic enough and it wasn't funny enough. So it just kind of floated by. Mm, I thought it was funny. Sleepy. Mm. And like the main character, it's a, it's a show where you don't care about the main character. Like she's glomped onto somebody else's dream and I'm just like, well, why am I spending time with you? 
Hmm. Get your own dream, dummy. She definitely becomes less important as the show goes on because I think that like elements of her personality are present in the other two girls that we've met so far. Um, but I like her that the, I like that she's there to support someone yeah. who's been considered a weirdo and that she's she's good at being she's like the a glue. Good, she's a good friend. Yeah, she's the glue for sure. But she's trying to like uh, just make people feel welcome and, and have yeah. them uh, be held together. Um, and this is something you see from time to time, right? Where it's like the story of the main character is told from the secondary character's point of view. See also Koichi and Josuke from JoJo's. Um, the Great Gatsby. The Yeah, I've definitely read that. Uh, it wasn't one of the 400 days I stayed home from high school or whatever. <laughs> the 400 assignments I didn't do. Uh, you did all the reading. Sure, yeah. I read all the books and I didn't do any assignments on it. Um yeah, I, I like the show a lot. I think that uh, the animation is great. I think the humor is uh, very relatable. Miles obviously isn't paying attention to enough of the environment. Hmm. Um, I, it wasn't relatable to me because I'm perfect. Oh. <laughs> um, I like humor that puts down people who have flaws. Oh, well, it does that too. They call each other idiots. Um, no, it was trying to get me on their side and I didn't like that. Oh, okay. Uh, and... Um, I think it's an interesting topic because I personally am interested in, uh, I'm not like, oh, I always wanted to go to Antarctica, but I think it's cool to think like, what does go into uh, taking a trip to Antarctica? And I'm hoping the show does that. I'm hoping it does stop to look not too granularly, but like to look at what goes into that kind of expedition. I kind of like that they're, uh, go, they're, they're aiming for something that is, realistic but not like it's like kind of impossible but it's not impossible like technically it's not impossible it's just like a really 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 hard thing and i don't know i like people trying to trying to defy but like what everybody tells them they can do or can't do um and they're friends and i like friendship um but not but that friendship by itself won't make me watch a show i think i just like that they're going for a big goal and they're all cute and different and supporting each other along the way yeah and at least two of the girls have stated that they are interested in saying fuck you to all the haters um Mm. shirase the antarctica girl says like and then i'm gonna rub it in everyone's face who said i couldn't ever go (laughs) and uh the convenience store clerk miyake says Pretty make, much the same thing. Miles, they make fun of her flaws. She's like selfish and they make fun of her for being selfish and kind of stupid. Anyway, she only thinks about herself. I wanted them to put her down so that she lost all her confidence. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> you want, you want, do you want? He wants the show to be over. You want, he wants them to bully each other. <laughs> um, I should also say. If you're interested in more Antarctica stuff, I'll put the story of Henry Worsley who attempted to walk on foot from one side of the continent to the other oh in my the newsletter. I think you may have spoiled some of how that goes just by your verb choice there. <laughs> it's, he's not known as the guy who did it. <laughs> the guy who attempted. He's known for attempting it. <laughs> uh, the writer of this show, Juki Hanada, um, I want to say that, that he just wrote these shows, but he's credited with quote-unquote series composition. I'm not sure if that really means like he created them, but whatever. But he has some other interesting credits, including Steinsgate, which we've been recommended, Rose and Maiden, which I've seen a bunch of, 
um, Love Live, which I know is super popular, um, and has written the script for Chobits, um, K-Own, Sound Euphonium, which I'm interested in, and K-Own. And one of my favorite credits is uh, that he wrote a light novel in 1996 called Ojo-sama Express, uh, which I hope is just like a train line that has women laughing very obnoxiously the entire mm. time. But uh, I don't know if it's ever been adapted. We, we may never know. Yeah, anything else we have to say? I think we gave our final thoughts. I think this show is cool. And much like 20 other shows that we've, we've covered, I'd yeah. like to finish it. Uh, uh, we'll did see. it make you feel like you had wasted your youth? No. Oh, okay. I already knew I did that. It, it made me kind of sad about COVID. Because like we're, we're wasting like these years, basically. No. It's true. We are. They're a waste. These years are a waste. We're missing like one or two vacations. Ugh. That's it. And so many like parties and hanging out with friends. We don't go to parties. We go we've go to like karaoke Mark, a few times. People have barbecues. We go to we go to things. We go to Thanksgiving. We go to things. We miss like five things. <laughs> we bought a house. Mark, I I when I was I used to go like out with friends like at least once a week. Oh, uh, well you also worked in the city. Yeah. Yeah. But I would still be doing something like that. <laughs> Maybe. And you would go out with friends a lot too. No. Yeah, you did. I don't like human interaction. Mark. We used to do this podcast in person. We used to do it in person. Yeah, well, maybe we could and technically do that after we get the vaccine. Again. But we can't. We'll just take all the podcast equipment down to like North Carolina uh, and, and do it with Miles when he moves. Yeah. That's right, everyone. I'm moving. <laughs> yeah. Have we not have we not talked about that yet? Uh I don't think so. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell if this, if what we're talking about right now is gonna be on the pod or not. I wasn't sure. Oh, I think it is. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, it's Oh, okay. Miles, you're moving to we North can tell Carolina. The pod people. I'm moving. Yep. Cool. We're not gonna be in the same state anymore. Yeah, even though we kind of haven't been anyway. I mean It's true. We might as well there's a whole COVID I might as well have us. been in North Carolina. Yeah, it's going to be so warm when you go down there. Everyone's just going to be immune because all the, the sun just kills the virus. Mm-hmm. Why are you moving? I'm going to be t- topless at every recording. Oh, <laughs> why are you moving to North Carolina? I It's cheaper. That's a good reason. And you love barbecue, right? That's right. I do know a good. Although. What? Is it, are they known for having the bestest BBQ? Uh, some yeah, I believe that they are part of uh like there's like two major philosophies for American barbecue food or barbecue sauces, and the best barbecue I've ever had was in Durham, North Carolina. So I will say oh, that shit. at a place called Backyard Barbecue. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Bye. I hope you. <laughs> Bye. I hope you enjoyed our coverage of a place further than the universe. Bye. Bye. Tune in next time. When we talk about the show Konosuba, the Konosuba. comedy isekai show. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone have a great night and a great week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.